Hello, and welcome back to Full Out with Samantha Jo Harvey. I am so pumped you are here. Today, we are getting into five sneaky ways that you are cock-blocking yourself that you might not even realize. And what do I mean by this? These are five ways that you are keeping yourself small when you want a full, expanded, amazing life where you have the health, the relationships, the business, the money, the finances, and the magic that you desire. So let's dive right in. The number one way, and this is not in order of importance or more prevalent or not, but the first way that I see a lot of my clients cock blocking themselves is by calling themselves cringy. So I want you to ask yourself, do I call myself cringy? Have I ever been guilty of that? Or have I called someone else cringy? Now, when we call ourselves cringy, what we're actually doing is belittling ourselves. We are making ourselves smaller. We're creating an excuse or a reason or an apology around posting the post or wearing the outfit or wearing the makeup or saying the thing. I see so many women online that are like kind of cringy, but here's the thing that they want, whether it's the nail color, the lipstick color, the comment that they want to share, the video they want to post. And when you call yourself cringy, you are literally sending out to the universe that you are apologizing for your full expression. And if you are someone that wants to live your life full out, and if you are calling in big desires, that's what women in my world want. They, they know deep down that they're meant for more, yet when they dip their toe into it and then they call themselves cringy, the universe gets confused. The universe is like, wait, you're saying that you want these big results. You want these big things to happen in your life, but you also are belittling yourself. So next time you go to post that thing that feels edgy, that feels like, oh, I'm on the edge of like, can I do this? Is it too much? I don't know. Instead of calling yourself cringy, can you pause and notice that anytime you feel cringy, you get to celebrate it. Can you celebrate cringy? Can you celebrate the fact that you are on your edge, that you are doing something that's slightly uncomfortable, and that you're doing something that people might judge? I see people use this word cringy as a way to protect themselves. This is this armoring that happens that goes, well, let me call myself out before you call me out. And it is a self-protection mechanism. It is safe for you to be your biggest boldest self. Lay down the armor, lay down the self-belittling, and dare yourself to be your biggest, boldest, most unapologetic self. So number one, if you are calling yourself cringy, if you're calling your post cringy, if you're calling anything in your world cringy, release the self-judgment and know that people are going to judge you. If you're up to big things, people are going to judge you. Instead of allowing it to mean something negatively about you, allow it to be a point of celebration. So in my world, cringy equals celebration. And we actually erase and completely remove the word cringy from our vocabulary. So that's number one. Five sneaky ways you're cock blocking yourself. Number one, stop calling yourself cringy. Number two, not moving your body. We are energetic beings. We're energetic beings and energy likes to flow. Energy comes in, it goes out. It's like breath. It's like air. You breathe in and you breathe out. We don't even think about it. If you think about the body, there's all these little molecules and atoms that are moving all over the place. It appears that things are solid, but in actuality, our natural state is movement. 
And so you block the flow of your abundance, miracles, opportunities, happiness, and joy when you don't move your body. Now, coming from someone who was a fitness competitor, a professional dancer for 12 years, 12 years in New York City and LA, movement is sacred to me and it's important. But I've also been in those situations moving through deep depression, moving through big transition where movement felt hard. Now, what happens is that whole law of inertia, things that stay in motion or in motion stay in motion and things that are not in motion tend to stay there as well. And so if you are someone that knows that you are meant to have a big life, whatever that means to you, you must prioritize your movement. The movement of your physical body truly connects you to your divine channel. I believe that we are all divine beings and movement can look like so many different things. Movement for you might be a walk around the block with your dog. Movement for you might be a ridiculous, crazy dance party. Movement for you might be shaking your body. It might be supporting the nervous system. It might be punching pillows. It might be doing gentle yoga stretches. It might be standing up every hour on the hour and doing 10 jumping jacks. But if you want to stay in the flow of universal energy to be connected into your source, to feel good in your body, you've got to move your body. Our bodies are so wise and they are meant to move. I used to be a Nike master trainer, and one of my favorite things and favorite quotes that we used to use was, if you have a body, you're an athlete. Now, some of us might have forgotten that we were athletes. We might have forgotten how to move our bodies, but your natural state is movement. If we think about nature, we think about the seasons, we think about the sun, she shines and then she goes away and then it rains and it thunderstorms and then there's hurricanes and then there's rushing waterfalls and then there's mist and fog. It is a constant shift and flow through the different shapes and forms and energies in mother nature. And so when we pause that and we keep our physical bodies from actually moving, we are blocking the flow that is natural to us. When you block the flow, you start to feel dis-ease and unwell in the body. This might show up as stress. It might show up as actual sickness in the body. It might show up as just feeling like itchy, like you, you, you're stuck in your skin and you just need to make a shift. So it can show up in so many different ways. And it's so, so important that regardless of your circumstances, regardless of what you're going through, Moving your body will support in moving the energy, in moving the flow so that you can call in everything that you desire. Number three, not creating rituals. So one of the five ways that you are probably cock blocking yourself from having everything that you want and not realizing it is not creating rituals. Rituals are what we use in our life to keep us grounded. These are like anchors. So that regardless of the flow of the season, when life gets really tough and life is lifing and when life is amazing and we're full of celebration, the thing that keeps us anchored are these rituals. And rituals can truly be created around anything. You could create a morning ritual. You could create a movement ritual. Hey, like number two, you could create a nutrition and food ritual of every time I sit down to eat, what is it I do? Do I find gratitude for my food? Do I breathe in the aromatic smells? Do I look at the beautiful colors? 
Do I say hello to my friends and family around the dinner table? What are the rituals you are creating? Some of my other favorite rituals are bath rituals where, or shower rituals where I will step in and I create this sacred silent shower time. I also do this in the car, sacred silent car time. But in these moments, especially in the shower or the bath, I am allowing the water to come in and rinse away anything that's not serving me, whether it's a conversation I had earlier in the day, whether it's stress that I'm feeling about an upcoming project, whether it's just tightness in my body, allowing the water to come in and release that can become a ritual. So ritual is truly something that we bring power to, we bring awareness to, we create this sacred experience. I love the silent sacred car time. Pause for a minute because I want to tell you about this. So we're inundated, right? You're on YouTube. You're listening to podcasts. You're doing all the things, right? You have constant information overload. And what happens when we're in constant information overload is that it's hard for us to actually process and hear our own selves think. It's harder for us to connect into our divine channel and get the guidance, to get the downloads, to get the insights. Sometimes it's hard just to take a breath. And so creating this sacred silent car time actually creates this beautiful bubble of silence. So there's no music, there's no phone calls, there's no texting, there's no talking. It's simply that time for you to be with you. It's why people get such great inspiration when they're driving. It's why people get such great inspiration in the shower. I can't tell you how many of my clients, oh my God, I had this amazing idea in the shower. It's because it's for the first time in the day or the last two hours or five hours that they actually had time to hear themselves think. So those are some of my favorite rituals. There's also rituals around cutting your hair, rituals around the first of the month, rituals around starting a new week, rituals around going to bed, waking up in the morning. And when you create awareness around your rituals, you step off of autopilot and you step into presence. And presence is so important because when we're in autopilot, we can get really caught up in the noise and in the mess of everyone else's lives. We get caught up in what's happening on the news or what's happening to our sisters, cousins, best friends, whoever. We're getting caught up in everyone else's shit. And instead, we're forgetting that we are in ownership. When we take ownership over our lives and we create presence being here now, we avoid getting stuck in the past, which creates depression. We avoid getting stuck in the future, which can create anxiety. And when we practice being here now, from this place is neutral. From this place, we can do anything. Neutral and neutrality is the most powerful place to be. From here, you can choose to go anywhere. So create rituals. Stop cock-blocking yourself. Stop cock-blocking yourself and create your rituals. Number four, this is for my ladies. A sneaky way that you might be cock-blocking yourself and keeping yourself from being your fullest expression and your fullest self is by hating your cyclical nature. Now, men have a 24-hour clock. Their hormones run in a 24-hour cycle. Every single morning, generally, their testosterone is really high. By the end of the day, their testosterone is low. It's why men feel like they can do the same thing day in and day out. Their workouts are always really strong first thing in the morning, and it serves them. They can eat the same thing every single day. 
women, we're not like that. We actually experience this flow of our hormones throughout the month. We experience this flow with the moon, with the full moon and the new moon, which actually syncs up to our feminine cycles. Our cyclical nature supports us in releasing what's not serving us every single month. Yet so many women hate their periods. They hate PMS. They get angry about it. And we've been taught by society to hate it. So it's not your fault if you're like, oh, my period is disgusting and I feel dirty and I feel gross. This is your opportunity to take your power back, to fall in love with your cyclical nature. Because when you fall in love with your cyclical nature, with your God-given power, you become unstoppable. Instead of seeing your period as this horrible thing, instead you learn, ooh, this is when my internal power is really, really big. I'm releasing things from the last month. I am creating this divine connection with self. And then when you're in that ovulatory phase, you know that your power is focused outwards and you know that it's an amazing time to be out and about, to give your presentations, to be in a sales flow if you have a business. And so when you learn to work with this cycle, to actually honor the cycle, to get into really deep communion with your body, understanding, wow, I'm having PMS or I'm having cramps. Let me dig into my body and see what's available for me here. What am I not listening to? What am I not giving my body? How can I nourish myself more? All of these things are actually going to make you far more powerful and support you in having the health, the wealth, the business, the relationships that you desire. This is clearly something I'm super passionate about. It's one of those like feminine arts that has been shoved underground and completely mutilated by society to keep women from their power. So ladies, stop cock blocking yourself and step back into your feminine power. Okay, lastly, number five. The fifth way that you might be cock blocking yourself and not even realizing it is allowing your subconscious thoughts to run the show. Now, honestly, all of these could be individual workshops, individual videos and podcasts and things, but I wanted to like boil the top things down right now that I've been seeing in a lot of my clients. I want to share this conversation I had with a client yesterday. She was really desiring to create a more loving culture in her business. So she runs a business, she has multiple employees, and her desire was to have amazing team camaraderie. She wants them to hang out. She wants them to care for one another. She wants them to be excited to be in service with one another and, and really build this business. But her subconscious thought was immediately, yeah, but it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. They don't want to be at work or I'm afraid they're going to leave or they're not going to stay. And I'm going to put all this energy into building this, this culture at work and people aren't going to like it. And so she had two warring thoughts. One thought was, I really desire this team culture, but subconsciously she's afraid that they're going to judge her, that they're not going to like it and that they're going to leave. And so by not acknowledging the subconscious beliefs down here, there's no way that she is going to be able to create what she desires because she could do all the things that she wants. She could have the silent disco dance party and potluck Fridays and group meditations. And she could do from a space of this is what I desire. But her being is still stuck in the subconscious belief that it's never going to happen. And so what we needed to do was actually rewrite 
the subconscious beliefs. And when you rewrite your subconscious beliefs, you show up as a different being. So who you're being is completely different. So you actually get to do less and you simply magnetize and attract what it is you desire. This is also a really big one in relationships. I want to give this example too. If you're in a relationship where your subconscious belief is my partner's going to leave or they're not going to think that I'm good enough or they're going to think I'm too much and they're going to leave, your subconscious patterning is going to impact how you are acting and what your partner is feeling. So even though you may desire to be in a healthy, safe, secure relationship, if you have this fear that it's going to just leave or you're going to be abandoned or you're going to be alone, you might subconsciously create that exact thing. So you might subconsciously say the thing that you don't actually want to say, or your subconscious beliefs might say those things, even though what you truly desire is something totally different. So one quick way to shift this is to begin catching those subconscious beliefs. And I like to journal with this. You could talk to a coach or a a supportive friend about this and say, you know, a part of me really desires $100,000 in my bank account, a loving, supportive relationship, a beautiful work environment. And just giving you examples. And there's a part of me that feels or there's a part of me that believes. And then you give a voice to these subconscious thoughts. What we do by giving them a voice is we allow them to come from underneath the shadows and into the light. We allow them to be seen and witnessed. And sometimes that's all those subconscious beliefs need. Sometimes they just need to be seen. Once you see them, then invite yourself into, well, what do do I actually want? Like I can honor the subconscious belief, but I know that's not my truth. So instead, I am claiming that my truth is XYZ. I'm claiming that what I desire truly is XYZ. So we are rewriting that subconscious belief. Now we could go deep into ways to release this from a DNA level, an ancestral level, a past life level. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes in this. But for the sake of time, I'm going to give you a, a drop of info. And if you want more, leave it in a comment or a DM if you want more on this. So We really want to become aware of that subconscious patterning. Again, it's getting off autopilot and out of that subconscious mind and really into conscious choice. Conscious choice. And that's what all of this is about. Not calling yourself cringy. It's about consciously taking back your power and owning this is who the F I am. It's consciously choosing to move your body, even if it feels better to lay in your bed and eat Cheetos all day. It's consciously choosing to create rituals and live your life as a living ceremony. It's consciously choosing to love your cyclical nature, to celebrate your cyclical nature and all of the facets that you are. It is really choosing to step in and be a conscious creator so that you can have the life that you desire. So with that, I want to leave you with some affirmations that can really support you in uncock-blocking yourself and aka stepping into your power and not staying small. So the first affirmation is I release all stories, all programs, all vows and ties across all time, space, and reality that are keeping me small. I release all stories, programs, vows, and ties across all time, space, dimensions, and realities that are keeping me small. It is safe to be my fullest self. 
It is safe to be my fullest self. It is safe. I am safe. All of these things are ways that we stay small because somewhere along the way, we learned that it wasn't safe. And again, whether it's a past life, whether it's ancestral trauma, whether it is something from this current lifetime, the reason we move into protection, the reason we stay small, the reason we cock block ourselves is because on some level, the body fears that it's not safe. And so practice telling your body, telling your mind, telling your subconscious, it is safe for me to be my fullest self. It is safe. I am safe. I feel safe. I create safety within myself. My friends, feel free to repeat that last little bit. Write it down. Speak it to yourself in the mirror. Use your power pose, hands on hips, standing tall with your shoulders back, and repeating those things out loud. Activate your throat chakra. Activate your voice. Let your body and your cells hear you saying those things out loud, and then notice what comes up in your body. If you love this episode, I would love for you to like it, share it, subscribe, rate, review, leave a comment, do all of the good things to continue to add value to those in your life. This is really my vision is to support women in coming back to themselves and raising the vibration of the planet. So it would mean the world to me if you like, shared, rate, review, all that good stuff. And if there are topics that you want to hear more of, please let me know. I'm at Samantha Joe Harvey on Instagram, and I am sending you all of the best wishes. Go be your fullest self. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.